Hey, this is Chaplain Gray, and you have found Training for Godliness, the podcast program of Spiritual Fitness Ministries of Greenwood, South Carolina. It's a real pleasure to host the podcast today, and I hope you will subscribe so you won't miss our future episodes. Thank you so much for tuning in. I believe you will enjoy this episode. My guest this week is Chris Liner, head football coach at Greenwood High School here in Greenwood, South Carolina. Chris is a solid Christian man who has returned home to coach where he once played high school football. I know you'll enjoy hearing Chris today. Well, I'm real happy today to have on our show uh, Chris Liner. He is the current head football coach at Greenwood High School. Uh, for those that might be uh, listeners from outside of our immediate area, I can tell you that Greenwood High School has a rich football tradition, and we are really glad to have Chris Liner on board now as our head coach, and uh, I think he's going to do some great things. Uh, welcome to the show, Chris, and uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Um, well, I was born and raised in, in Greenwood, South Carolina, Um uh, this this past year, you know, was my first year back in Greenwood. I've been gone for 12 years, and um, you know, I was excited to come back. And uh, you know, my my dad and my granddad played for Greenwood, and had the awesome opportunity to coach my son here this year as a senior. So you know, he was the fourth generation Greenwood Eagle, which was super cool. But um, you know, pretty much been here my whole life, except for the last six years and the few years I was at Clemson. So. Um, you know, I was enormously uh, excited about coming back home and having an opportunity to serve as, as, you know, the community I love the most, head coach, and and uh, and, and I appreciate what you said, and, and we're certainly expecting great things. Well, that's great. I, I know um, uh, it, it's super to follow in some of the footsteps of some of the folks. I know you played for for uh, Coach Dula, and uh, he, he has served uh, – as a mentor for many, and he has quite a coaching tree out there. Uh, and now you're you're one of, you're part of that, and and back here on the scene. So so that's uh, that's really great. Um, well, Chris, we were talking actually the other day. Uh, I was talking about uh, you know the, the spiritual disciplines and how important those are to work out uh, spiritually. And I try to relate that to working out physically and. And I thought you had a, just a really great uh, insight into that. To tell our listeners a little bit, kind of how we, what you were telling me about the how you're feeling when you when you're not training. Well, I think they kind of go hand in hand. Um, you know, certainly, uh, you know, one's way more important than the other. Um, you know, <laughs> your spiritual um, growth, you know, is more important than your muscle growth, but. Um, I do think, you know, uh, there's several different aspects to look at along those lines. I do think, you know, uh, for me, and I know a lot of people that have, have uh, shared similar sentiments uh, in regards to training, and I'll start with that. You know, I, if I don't get up in the morning, like this morning, I went to the Y at 5.30, I ran, I lifted, and, man, I have felt great all day. <laughs> in the days that I don't, I struggle. My energy level's low. Um, you know, I get irritable later on in the day and, uh, you know, I just don't feel very good. And I think it's, 
very similar again uh certainly the second part is much more important but when you're not trying to grow as a christian when when you're not on fire for god when you're not just energetic and not afraid of what anybody thinks or says as far as your walk with christ i think you you feel the same way you know it uh, when you know you're doing right when you know you're you know living life as as he would want us to live you just feel good and you know you you're proud of who you are you don't have to look away when you walk by a mirror and you know and when you're not <laughs> it's the same thing um it's uh you mm-hmm. feel shallow you feel uh you know like you're letting people down um certainly your family um you know as a father which is my most important job um on this earth you know i i hate when i'm you know, I, I'm not going to say stepped away from the church because I've never really done that, but maybe not living my life like uh, I know I should be doing, you know. And it's uh, it's certainly times when you, you know, it, it can lead easily to depression and, and so forth. But, you know, I, I've taken our football team for probably 17 straight years to FCA team camp. And, um, well, I, I, I lied this past year. We weren't able to because of COVID, but, Mm-hmm. I don't tell mm-hmm. many people this, but the main reason I go is for myself. Um, mm. You know, I, I need my batteries re-energized. You know, and 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 it is awesome when you see children get saved. When you see people there for the right reasons, they're not just there, you know, to just mm-hmm. have some kind of emotional day and then and then just leave it at camp. But um, you know, I, I love to have my toes stepped on. I really do. I love going to, and I know everybody's different. Some people love the blend services. Some people love all that type stuff. I don't. I like for a preacher to let me have it, and uh, you know, and I don't get bitter because I need it. And um, you sure. know, I, but I do. I think I think your spiritual training uh, certainly is uh, much more important, but it, it does uh, have similar attributes to your physical training for sure. That's right. I, I, um, you know, as I started looking at all this, I, I, I kind of picked out some of those spiritual disciplines and I, you know, I feel like there's a, you know, Chris, when you get a new football player on the team, you don't throw him on the bench with, you know, 400 pounds. <laughs> you know, right. you start him out somewhere and you, and you work up, you know, in, in that, in that weightlifting and you don't start him, you know, in certain places. You, you gotta, you gotta build there. And I think it's the same thing with our, spiritual workout i think you have to you know i don't want to throw somebody into a into a 21 day fast you know of of no of nothing but water when if when they're not ready for that i mean you know you right. have to you know, there's some things even in a spiritual workout that you have to do and and uh you have to build no up to some of those things um but just I, like I with your physical you know you when you get going when you get going then then it feeds off of that you know and um I know when I'm in the word and I'm really I'm really diving in there, I get to praying and that oh, that brings me to more word. You know, it brings me another spot in the Bible. Um and, and kind of keeps it going. What kind of what kind of things do you do you work with the, the kids on when they when they feel like they're kinda hitting a wall? How do you how do you get them through that wall in their physical workouts to, to get them Get them past that little sticking point. Well, you know, I, I think th- there's a lot of different things, and and certainly, <laughs> you know, I, I'm sure every coach has uh, methods. You know, I think the biggest thing, and and again, it kind of falls in line with being a Christian as well, is 
And, and you mentioned it earlier uh, or kind of alluded to it, but, you know, what's the answer for most people, especially Christian folk, when you're struggling? You know, they, they'll, they'll tell you, you need to pray more. You need to get into your Bible. You need to read your Bible mm-hmm. every single day. Well, mm-hmm. for most kids, reading their Bible is difficult. Um, hmm. You know, I always tell them to start with the Gospels. You know, if you start in Genesis and Exodus and Deuteronomy, <laughs> by about the third or fourth book, they're not reading anymore. They don't, they'll put it down. Um, you That's know, right. my, my minister growing up was very good, but, you know, I grew up at First Presbyterian Church in Greenwood and he spoke a lot in Old English. Well, I had absolutely no idea what he was talking about. It sounded like, you know, <laughs> a, on the movie set of Lord of the Rings or something. And, sure. um, you know, it was just tough. And, you know, for a young person, it kind of turns them off. So I think, you know, the, the the biggest thing we have to do as coaches, and it's much harder now in 2021 uh, than it was when I first started, is is just building that trust. You know, everybody now is a conspiracy theorist. They think that you have ulterior <laughs> motives, and you know, everybody sees the world in, in gray. No pun intended. But um, <laughs> you know, there's there's not there's very little black and white, and uh, that that's the biggest thing that we try to do is mm. we try to re- build those relationships early on so that no matter what we ask them to do they trust us to know that we're doing the right thing you know we could uh you know ask them to do 100 sets of bench or you know hey guys we're going to take the day off and they truly believe that that's what's best for them in in their mm-hmm. you know uh growth as a football player um and that's tough because uh, you know, everybody kind of, and, and there's so many of our young men, especially most of the males in their life have let them down at some point. And mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. if you're a male trying to bridge that gap, um, it just takes time. It takes consistency. Um, it takes not being a phony, actually trying to, to live your life the way you're trying to, you know, that'll uh, do as I say, but not as I do, you know, that kind of <laughs> stuff doesn't work. Right. And, um, and they see a phony really quick. You know, they know when you're winging it really quick because mm-hmm. for a lot of them, that's all they know. You know, um, there's very mm-hmm. too, few two-parent homes. There's very few strong male influences. And that's not just Greenwood. That's every community. And, um, sure. and, and that makes it tough. But I think that's the biggest thing. You know, it's not a, a sexy answer. There's no special formula or some pill you can take from GNC. It's just getting the kids to love and trust you, getting them to know mm-hmm. that you, you've got their best interest at heart. And honestly, every decision I make, I make as if they were my own kids. And um, mm-hmm. and that helps me kind of always try to find the right thing to do. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, and I think, again, it's it's not a it's not an easy path to success, but it is a path to success that is su- sustainable. Um, you've sure. got a lot of coaches now that they can – Basically, let the kids do whatever they want to do, win for two years, and just move on. In fact, most coaches mm-hmm. are, are mm-hmm. kind of like gypsies. They just travel and um, yeah. and let somebody else deal with the repercussions of whatever they did to win. And, um, you know, mm-hmm. that that house has to be built in stone. It can't be built in sand. And, you know, we right. learn that's directly from the Bible. So, um, And that sure. takes time. You know, it takes three, four, five years sometimes to, to really reap the benefits of that particular approach. Sure, sure. Well, and that, I think that's, I think you're very, very, uh, really hitting it on the head there. And, um, and you see that in kids. I mean, I, you know, I think kids are good at, at talking about the, you know, oh yeah, you know, I go to church and I do this and I do that, but they're, 
you know, I think it's hard for them to, to really understand and really uh, gain that trust and, um, you know, see somebody as not, like you said, doesn't have an ulterior motive. Um, right. It, it's really hard. It, it's hard. Um, I guess a lot of people, um, I know a lot of adults that I've talked to, you know, I don't think they they get a, a real good picture of what's happening in the schools now, Chris. I mean, so so do you you all have a relationship with FCA? So so you've got some presence by FCA with the players and and with the teams at, at Greenwood High. There there's folks around that are there for that purpose. Uh, we do, and um, like I say, with 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 the COVID stuff, um, it's. You know that that is kind of dwindled at the moment. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Sure. You know, I know Coach Tony Temple when I was here with him before uh, had built a really strong FCA here. Susan Thompson was involved, and there were mm-hmm. quite a mm-hmm. few people involved. And Coach Dula was on the school, you know, on the FCA board, and and uh, you know we we open that up. I also do a lot of stuff with the local churches, and in hopes that they'll send people over here, you know, to talking mm-hmm. to kids about being part of their youth group or just maybe visiting at some point or visiting with their mm-hmm. families. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I think a lot of coaches, they worry way too much, and I think that's one of the major problems with our society is people worry way too much about their checkbook and, you know, what's going to happen if you talk to a kid about God what's going to happen if you <laughs> talk to their parents about it. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I just never have really thought that way. You know, I know there's a separation of church and state. I'm not teaching religion in my Algebra two class. but if a kid wants to talk to me about it, I'm going to talk to him. If if I can provide mm-hmm. an opportunity mm-hmm. for our players to have that experience, I'm going to do it. To me, that's sure. my job, um, you know, my mm-hmm. most important mm-hmm. job, not winning games. Winning games is easy once you have kids on board that, that have that type character, that type drive, you know, those type things. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, being, being a churchgoer or a Christian or whatever is hard. And, that's um, right. You know, you – you almost have to hide at times or, or run from certain conversation circles because you don't want to, you just don't want to join in because you're afraid of what somebody's going to say. And, and I, you know, I, it kind of, I'm not going to say it disgusts me, but it's frustrating at times to, you know, to hear people talk all these great things. But when it comes right down to it, if they felt like they'd be sued or whatever, and then they go, they're going to run. <laughs> and, um, sure. You know, that old lay down your cross and follow me and give away all your stuff, that doesn't resonate with people in our in our country mm-hmm. anymore. Now, maybe some right. of them, I don't know, but uh, right. not, not the right. ones I run into for the most part. But And I know mm-hmm. it's easy to say that as opposed to doing it. And um, everybody right. has kids, everybody has a mortgage, and, and uh, I'm not saying that. I, I'm not making fun, but it's just sure. Sure. You know, a lot of times we're not, you know, we're not – doing things in our daily lives that actually reflect who we say we are. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's the something I try to, you know, uh, kind of gut check myself with all the time is, am I, am I doing that? You know, am I, am I being sure. who I say I am? And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you mentioned Coach Dula earlier, and that was one great thing for me as a young man is, if I walked into his office about any point in time during the day, he'd be sitting behind his desk reading his Bible. So people could take all the pot shots they wanted to him in the community, but that is who he was, and he didn't pretend right. to be anyone else. And um, sure, you know, for better or for worse, and and uh, sometimes uh, you become an easy target when you're that way. And um, right. you know, either petty jealousy or you know all all kinds of things. You know, the critics, mm-hmm. you know, the old 
uh, Roosevelt stuff, you know, it's, uh, that's probably my favorite quote. It's not the critic that counts. And, um, <laughs> and, I, and I know I'm rambling a little bit now, but that's uh, all right, I think brother. a lot of that, I think a lot of that resonates back to, to, you know, my particular job. And, and, you know, I, a lot of people like to get into ministry and I think that's awesome. And, and, uh, and if that's your calling, but I mean, what greater ministry can you have when I've got 150 young men at the prime part of their age, mm. That I can talk to. Very few churches can say that. And, um, you know, it is what it is. Coaching is a ministry if you approach it in that way. And so that's that's what we do, and and we don't make any bones about it. Sure, sure. Well, I do. It's uh, And I I love FCA for that reason. They they recognize uh, that, that the coaches have such an important and influential place in these young athletes student athletes uh you know lives and and they pour a lot of time into coaches uh as well as the kids uh but i i do love fca that they recognize that um that fact and so just a shout out to our local guy ben Dahmer, uh great for fca here in our in our area and and all the great things that they're doing um as well as the churches i know a lot of these churches will at the, at, before COVID would, would be at school and get around to see their kids in the schools. And, and I no think doubt. that's great for the youth ministers to, to have that presence and, and support their kids in any way no they doubt. can. So, um, that, that's a great thing. So, well, I appreciate it, Chris. I, I do think that there's a lot of similarities in the workouts and, and the discipline that it takes to, to stay close to that workout and, that's and, right. uh, the benefits, uh, of our, after all, our physical bodies are the temple of God, and so we are. We have a mandate to take care of our bodies um, for for that reason. And uh, but that uh, that training for godliness has eternal benefits, and uh, we are we're working for those kids and hoping that they uh, that they have those benefits for them. So um, so that's super. Well, Chris, thank you. Is there anything that uh, listeners can? What's a good thing to pray when when we think about our local schools and our local coaches? How how can people pray for for that wherever they live? I mean, what, what's something that you would say to be praying for for your local high school student athletes and those coaches? Well, I, I, I'm glad you asked that because I just talked about that with someone this morning, <laughs> and um, you know, I. Although I've always been proud in my entire life to tell people I was from Greenwood, South Carolina, and that I'm a Greenwood Eagle, the biggest reason that I wanted to come back and be the head coach here is because of the the change in the community, the change at the school, and just, um, you know, just some of the things you read about in the paper and on the news, you know, that was not the Greenwood that I grew up in, and, um you know, I know uh, there are a lot of communities, Anderson, Spartanburg, and I go on and on and on that probably could say similar things, but it mm-hmm. really bothered me that, you know, young men and women and, and, and so forth, you know, are doing the kinds of things that they're doing now that, you know, gives them a, um, a less of a chance of, 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 ha- of, of being successful in life, and, and, and a lot of times it ends their life. So, um mm-hmm. That has been so frustrating to watch from the outside looking in, and uh, you know I, I really want to try and change that. And, I, and you know my prayer would be, uh, or my prayer request would be to, 
please, if anybody is listening, we need some strong people that aren't afraid to stick their necks out there and fix this before it's too late. And mm-hmm. let's let's join arms and let's say we've had enough. You know, let's let's get off our butts and quit talking about what we what people should be doing and let's be the people doing it. And um that's, you know, that's my prayer. That's the reason I'm here. Um, I want this place to be great again. I want people to want to move their families to Greenwood, South Carolina, because it's a great place to raise children. I want all of those things to be back the way I remember it. And, and maybe that's fool's gold. Maybe that's unattainable, but it's not going to be like from a lack of effort on this end trying to get back <laughs> to that. So, um, that's right. You know, that's, that's my prayer is, you know, please, you know, Eight or ten of us. Let's start there. Let's be the match that starts the fire. And um, that's right. And that's let's, right. let's just not take no for an answer, and let's do it. So, well, and I think it. our young people, <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean, our young people is where is where we've got to have influence. We, we've got to influence them. Uh, they're the key to that. And um, and and uh, you know, the the prayers and 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 being an influence with those people is critical. And uh, I love the. The people that you put together on your staff, I think you all are are going to do some great things uh, uh, for these young men, and uh, I think that's going to make our community stronger. And and I know these coaches, there are coaches in all these communities that feel very similar. And and no, no uh, you know, well, you, you can probably name them because you have relationships yeah. with them. But but they they want the same thing in their communities, and and yes. uh, and and it starts with these young people. So um, no doubt, that's great. Well. Chris, thank you so much for joining me today, and uh, we uh, we we appreciate your time and, and all the efforts that you make to to make uh, your community a better place. Thank you. Thank you, bud. Appreciate it. Many thanks to Chris Liner for being our guest today. Spiritual disciplines are an important part of our walk with Jesus Christ. We certainly had some great insights today. If you are interested in learning more about spiritual disciplines, check out my series regarding the T4G Spiritual Workouts. Now, we'll be back in two weeks on March the 23rd with another special guest. Thank you for listening to Training for Godliness, the podcast program of Spiritual Fitness Ministries here in Greenwood, South Carolina. Remember, His faithful love endures forever. Until next time, this is Chaplain Gray.